Rehan, welcome to the Commerce Talks podcast, again live uh, from the seamless year in, uh, in Riyadh. Uh, you are the CIO of uh, Kari, which is a fashion retailer. But before I introduce Kari, please uh, introduce yourself and tell us a bit more about Kari. Yeah, so uh, full name is Mohammed Rehan Kadri. Uh, I am CIO uh, at Kadi and I also had another portfolio which is international commerce. So I look after both the technology part and commercials when it comes to international uh, e-commerce business for Khadi. Uh, been with Khadi since last five years, uh, was with financial services industry before Khadi. I think I was not knowledgeable before Khadi anything about retail or e-commerce. Uh, but yeah, Khadi is a very uh, versatile uh, fashion apparel brand. Um, I can easily say it's the largest fashion apparel brand for Pakistan. And we have physical presence in UK, UAE, Qatar, and we do ship to um, around 20 countries globally. If you uh, would need to compare it with um, uh, with like European um, brands or retailers like Mango, um, H&M, other, so is there something you can compare it with? So the listeners do have yeah, like a I think if if the comparative comparison has to be made, and in fact we uh, when we look into, uh, I think we more compare with. Uh, H&M, Zara, uh, Uniqlo, more of a fast fashion uh, brand, but mostly on ethnic side. Uh, so we, Khadi is mostly in, uh, in ethnic kind of a product. In fact, Khadi in its name is actually a kind of a textile machine where you weave uh, products by your hand. So ah, that okay. machine is called Khadi. So from that, the name Khadi. Okay, and how big is it then in Pakistan? I saw something on the website that's kind of a 40-something stores. Uh, in Pakistan, uh, it's around 50 plus stores and uh, internationally we have uh, 15 plus stores as well. So all in all around 65 stores globally. And um, I guess this it is kind of a vertical brand. You're not only selling in your own stores, you're also selling like via wholesale business into other stores? Wholesale, uh, we don't do. Uh, we uh, mostly sell through our brands because um, I think uh, one of the prime aspects we focus on is the brand itself and the com uh, and the customer experience. So uh, everything we sell, we sell from uh, our platforms at the moment. How many people are working for Kadi? Uh, Kadi, um, somewhere around 1,000 to 1,500 uh, employees. Including the people that are producing uh, the garments? No, if, if you go into producing the garment, it would be around 4,000, 5,000 uh, plus people. And those people Khadi. are also located in Pakistan because my understanding of Pakistan is there's like a, it's a big industry producing uh, yes, uh, yes, garments. Yes. So I guess like a brand from Pakistan produces yeah, so, in Pakistan. Yeah, yeah. So mostly produced in Pakistan. Uh, most of our products are produced in Pakistan. but. Uh, we Khadi is most, mostly into a sourcing model, so sometimes we uh, import from other countries as well, but mostly it's uh, Pakistan. Ah, okay. And um, how important is the, so because uh, all the other podcasts we've recorded so far to, for today were really focusing on the GCC region, yes. and we will come back to Khadi and the GCC region, yes. but how important is e-commerce in Pakistan? E-commerce, I would say uh, it's a big um, phenomenon in Pakistan, especially after uh, the COVID, because um, I think the younger generation is mostly into the e-commerce, uh, mobile commerce, social commerce even. Uh, but I would say um, the generation 35 plus, they used to mostly interact with the stores. But uh, after pandemic, since there was no option to buy from stores, a uh, lot many people have switched to e-commerce platforms. Uh, but I would say uh, post-pandemic, as uh, soon as the stores have started opening up, um, 
that kind of population is now moving back to brick and mortar stores as well. And, and do you have like a number in mind when it comes to um, e-commerce penetration for fashion? I think in um, Europe we are way beyond like 25-30% maybe like for e-commerce in, in fashion. Do you have a number like... So, so we, we have our stores in UK as well. Yeah. So when it goes to UK, uh, e-commerce is 25% plus. Yeah. Uh, but in Pakistan it touches between 10% to 15%. And how is the Pakistan infrastructure for e-commerce? So is it like in Europe that you can have uh, next day delivery uh, all over the... Because I remember, I'm, I'm not 100% sure if I've, uh, I'm figuring out Pakistan on the map 100% correctly, but it's a rather big country. Yeah, it's a big country. Uh, and, and it's like, actually it's like Saudi Arabia, which is also like a huge country. Yes. And therefore it's hard to serve in a, in the next day kind of logistics performance. So mostly if you ship, uh, again, uh, Post-COVID, lot many uh, infrastructural arrangements have been made. Um, so, if you are shipping within a same city or neighboring yeah. city, it can be same day as well. But next day is common. Mm -hmm. But when you go from one uh, part of the country to the another part of the country, it can take uh, four to five days. Four to five um, days. And what international platforms are active uh, active in Pakistan, from yeah. Amazon to others? Um, no, um, I, I would not say Amazon is there, but Alibaba is mostly. Uh, so Alibaba made an acquisition of uh, a product which, which which is called Daraz. So I would say from the international marketplace perspective, I think Alibaba is uh, big in Pakistan. Yeah. Okay, Alibaba. And um, are there other um, strong stores that are also trying to, um, or other retail brands that are trying to? Uh, grab um, uh, market share or is it like retailer by retailer brand by brand because in the the huge e-commerce shift like Europe only happened because like new international brands or new platforms came into the market and yeah. and shaped the customer behavior and then all the other brands started to follow yeah I, I think in order for international brands to come to Pakistan I think one thing which is very important to happen is the shopping malls uh, the standards of the shopping mall that uh, these international brands can come into, but lot many brands have come to in Pakistan. Uh, we have Next, uh, we have Nike, Adidas, we have Mango, we have Debenhams. In fact, uh, I know for sure that uh, there are other brands like Zara, which are evaluating certain stores in uh, one of few good malls in Pakistan. Hmm. So, yeah, the, the business is opening up for the international brands in Pakistan. As well. But we are meeting here in uh, Riyadh. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. uh, it must be reason for you traveling uh, to yeah. Riyadh. Is it because you want to uh, expand into more stores or you want to uh, look into opportunities to expand from a virtual perspective? So, so Saudi uh, as a market is one of a big market for us. Uh, in fact, we have a good strong uh, hold in UAE. Uh, as a brand, uh, we are physically present in UAE. We have a store in Dubai Mall as well. Uh, but Saudi is even a bigger market uh, than uh, UAE. In fact, when you go into any GCC region, I would say Saudi is uh, one of the biggest markets when it comes to Saudi. In fact, we do ship uh, to uh, Saudi Arabia from uh, our global store, uh, e-commerce store. But that uh, shipment happens uh, cross-border from UAE to Saudi Arabia. But amazing market, uh, I think there are certain business policies which once improved, uh, certain behaviors which once improved, I think this this region has good potential. The market is still to some certain extent uh, a COD or the cash on delivery friendly market. Uh, we would like it to be more um, 
converting into the credit cards and uh, the online payments or digital payments uh, models. But seeing these kind of the conferences happening, it gives me uh, great comfort that uh, it's coming sooner. So you're saying in Saudi, uh, if you're like delivering stuff, it's cash on delivery still? Yeah, the preference for the customers is still uh, cash on delivery. Really? Yeah. Because none of the other speakers in none of the other podcast guys told, yeah, me, yeah, told yeah. me that. Yeah. So so um, I think it's mostly... because like from from an e-commerce customer journey, especially if there are kind of returns that that's yes. co- from it's operational chaos. Yes. Right? There's cash involved in yes, the yes, 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 yes. But I think uh, see, uh, seeing it from customer perspective, right? Um, I think a customer who is buying from a well-known uh, brand here in Saudi Arabia, they would be more comfortable uh, buying on digital cards or digital mechanism. But since we are doing cross-border from um, Dubai to Saudi Arabia, I, I think with, after certain customers buy two, three times from the product, they build that kind of a trust after which they can do uh, digital modes. But still, um, I would say um, it's, it's one uh, big market uh, on cash. And you're overseeing obviously then the e-commerce um, capabilities and the e-commerce projects in uh, in um, um, in Kari. So um, when did it start? Was it like well, was COVID kind of the starting point, or was there any e-commerce capability before? No, I, I think it was good for us. Uh, Pakistan e-commerce, we were there, but internationally we had not uh, initiated that outreach. Uh, 2018, I would say. Uh, was the first year when we actually started our e-commerce business from uh, UK. Then we activated UAE market for e-commerce. US is a big market now. Canada is a big market. And now uh, in just a matter of, I would say, three to four years, we are uh, globally present in uh, 20 countries. And the global demand for the Cardi brand, where is it coming from? Is this like Pakistanis living then in US, UK, uh, ordering from, from your platform? And how are you fulfilling it? Yeah, so um, it's, I would say, 70 to 80 percent uh, Pakistanis living in those regions, but uh, I would give 25 percent share to uh, Indians uh, in those regions. So mostly subcontinent, uh, India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, Philippines to a certain extent. But yes, I would give at least three to four percent even from, uh, so, so we have customers uh, who are, let's say, UK nationals, uh, uh, U.S. nationals as well. Uh, we have physical stores in U.K. as well. And we see customers coming from U.K., buying from our products. So Kadi has both, both um, I would say, ethnic, more ethnic, and also a Western product line. So, yeah, so we have like both kinds of Western product line, it's kind of a, then more like a fashionable product line. I could wear, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. because it then doesn't look like super traditional, like from... No, no, no. So, so what you're uh, wearing right now, and people can see it in the, in the video, is, is, is it from Kadi? Uh, yeah, this is Kadi product, yeah. Uh, okay, and this is kind of the typical uh, Kadi yes, product, Pakistani yes, cus- yes, customer yes, would yes, expect. Yes, Okay. And what is but, but, but mostly our product are, uh, so, so uh, are women-focused. We don't produce Western product for men, but yes, we produce Western product for women especially. And when, when you try to uh, accelerate like the e-commerce um, initiatives in, in Kadi, um, I would expect that talent might be an issue because uh, it's not so developed e-commerce market than finding talent to drive in, like your e-commerce, uh, UX experience, whatever, that's an issue. I would say one thing that is not short in Pakistan is talent. Right. Talent is not short. Not short. Uh, I think uh, the country is oozing with talent. 
uh, lots of talent available when it comes to e-commerce business, uh, when it comes to uh, because technology. Because Pakistan is used as an out uh, as a near-showing and uh, offshoring yeah. country. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So technology-wise, uh, the country is doing great. Uh, so lots of good potential. So uh, we we usually don't find uh, the talent either it's on the design or the fashion design side, uh, retail experience side. Uh, Talent, I would say, is less of a problem uh, for us at the moment. Okay, my my bad. Are there are there any problems for um, for for accelerating e-commerce initiatives in Pakistan? Then, yeah. Um, again, um, as I said, uh, we are big in Pakistan, right? Uh, so Saudi Arabia might have uh, trust issues, but Pakistan, uh, when it comes to digital channels and digital payments and financial inclusion, I would say. The country is still struggling. Um, I think there is a need for a lot more coverage when it comes to digital payments. Uh, Pakistan business, e-commerce business, still 70% cash on delivery. So again, you would consider uh, the organize uh, as a country we have to um, do a lot because I think this e-commerce um, market has taken a foot. I would say at least five six year. Um, 2016-2017. So uh, one of the biggest challenge is uh, the payments. Right. Most customer um, uh, prefer cash on delivery, number one. Number two, the delivery ecosystem has to improve a lot. Because uh, I would say even uh, for a brand like us who has strong power or strong uh, ecosystem, uh, we still struggle uh, making a delivery from one part of the country to another part of the country. It takes four to five days, but when we ship to US, we can ship US in four days. So you can consider moving a product from uh, out across border to US or UK. Uh, how, how, how many orders do you lose in a cash on delivery uh, uh, mode when um, um, when people decide at their house door? Oh no, I, ten to twelve percent. Yeah, ten to twelve percent. Ten to twelve percent. Okay, in this kind of uh, okay, that that you won't experience with a full inclusive like digital payment infrastructure, right? Yeah, so so that's why uh, we as brand are also pushing for um, the country's growth into the digital uh, methods. We have partnered with lot many uh, local uh, fintechs as well, um, and we are very big into making sure that we contribute uh, towards the country and making sure that the organization pushes the digital agenda across the board. In fact, uh, there are certain initiatives from the State Bank of Pakistan as well in order to make sure that the digital gets its uh, footprint in, let's say, next two to three years. And when that happens, I think um, the growth would be immense. And after after your e-commerce initiatives, do you see like different um, shopping behavior around your stores? Are coming people with like, uh, I don't know, screenshots on their phone or showing their, your, your yeah, product, yeah. Uh, something you might not have at store, but on your central warehouse? Happens a lot, happens a lot. Um, so, uh, in so, so in Pakistan, there are different countries, like uh, different cities, tier one cities where there is a lot more awareness of digital platform and there are tier three cities, right? So when you do uh, tier one cities, uh, there are a lot many customers coming in that this is the product which I like. Can I feel the product? Can I buy from the store? Um, so yeah, this happens. But uh, what what pandemic has done for us is that we have gone uh, omni uh, across Pakistan. The business has gone omni. So the inventory problems are now that much uh, happening. 
we can we do uh, ship uh, across pakistan uh, any store holding the inventory customer can get uh, that inventory at their doorstep well how, how big is a is a khadi store khadi uh, so so we recently uh, launched it, it's one of the state of the art stores maybe uh, you find the glimpse of those store that store um, we call it experience hub uh, in karachi uh one of the best malls in pakistan dolmen mall and that store is around 30000 square feet so we have flagship stores around 30 yeah that's huge and it's all digital uh kind of experiences you get into the store and you you get acquired by a uh, lot many digital screens lot many digital experiences so yeah that is one outstanding uh, you would not find that kind of a store in pakistan yeah in fact maybe i, I have not uh, karachi is not on my traveling list anytime yeah. soon but uh, but, but it, it's worth at least searching for maybe i can share some glimpse of that store with you but amazing store and 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 uh, what's your strategy of like bringing the product in other countries um when where you, where your um, e-commerce capabilities are maybe a bit limited would you for example sell um, cardi products on amazon.com in the us would you say it, it, it's okay for the brand and it's okay for the brand experience let's do it yeah uh, so so there, there are two thought processes right we probably would not do that in pakistan right uh, because on alibaba then on alibaba or daraz uh, we would because uh, khadi gives a bit of importance to a brand when it comes to brand outreach and customer connect but yeah uh, we have in fact uh, uh, are in talks or evaluated with zolando as well in europe uh, amazon is uh, so i can buy your brand on amazon on zolando uh, we are in under discussion okay. uh, at the moment right uh, but we are open uh, for and, and this is one of the strategies we intend to follow so if you have to go out uh, outreach in globally in new markets i think partnering with uh, the marketplaces which are uh, trustworthy and which have outreach globally i think moving into that direction is good so when we go into a new market let's say for europe we are in talks with zolando esos um, uh, amazon so yeah fairly open for that outside pakistan but in pakistan currently we uh, intend to manage through our platforms Hmm. Okay, that, that I told that I totally get. When when you're selling on other platforms, you're um, then talking with them about a vendor model where they are buying your uh, products. Because most of the marketplaces try to push you now in a seller model where you're owning the inventory risk. And they say, okay, Raya, uh, um, uh, all fine, uh, nice stories you're telling here and what you're telling us about potential Pakistani past customers in Germany, blah 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 blah, but. you can own the risk we just give you the platform is it something yeah. you would, uh, you would yeah so, so i'll give you an example of zolando it was other way around uh, so our preference is a dropship model where we hold the inventory let's say we have stores in uk uh, we sell uh, from our e-commerce platforms in uk uh, so our preference usually is the dropship model uh, where uh, the products are because our intent is not, our problem is not the inventory right our intent is to make sure that when we go into new markets we are able to build that trust on the brand because we are very comfortable mm -hmm. we are we very confident on the brand right and yeah. also to get an outreach yeah. uh, inventory is not yeah. a problem for us mm -hmm. okay yeah got it but the business itself i, I guess it's family owned uh, or is it listed yeah so uh, it's uh, family owned 
Um, and, and then you are obviously expanding differently from private equity owned, uh, differently to private equity owned fashion retailers because it's yeah. the family's money. Yeah. So it's very but, cash, but we it's, are it open, must be cash flow focused. Yeah, we, we, we are open. Uh, in fact, recently IFC, which is one of the development arms of uh, IMF, has recently uh, invested in Khadi itself, yeah. uh, the global business. So yeah, uh, the equity is also coming in from the global uh, players. Okay. Got it. When you have been here now, like, have you been here yesterday at the uh, trade show? Yeah, I had a panel yesterday. Oh, okay. What, what do you think about like these Saudi market? Obviously, you have a couple of like payment uh, gateways here, uh, mm. but like, it's like, do you think it's a market worth to explore and like a big opportunity for you? No, no. Uh, as far as the market, so so if there are two uh, segments of market. So when you go into a new market, you have to see few things, right? One is the demography. Uh, which gives you an idea of the potential, right? Uh, the buying power, um, the population, the shopping behaviors, and one is the ecosystem, right? So if I see uh, the first part, which is demography, it's a huge market. It's a very potential market. But when I see the ecosystem, <clears throat> I think it, it needs uh, to open up, right? I would say to the world. Uh, it has to open up to the world. Um, but when I see these kinds of events happening, uh, <clears throat> I follow Saudi Arabia uh, being a Muslim as well since quite some time, right? I've come to Saudi Arabia. I'm coming to Saudi Arabia since last 20, 30 years. But last three or four years, I would say, it's a very different country. It, this country gives a very different kind of a feel compared to traditional uh, Saudi Arabia. So I hope it, uh, it's, it's, it's for good. Um, in fact, uh, we look towards Saudi Arabia um, as one of the uh, leading nations. But I think uh, that opening up for the world has to happen. The policies has to be that conducive. Uh, if we compare with UAE, um, I think it's a big, big potential market if we see Dubai and UAE and any other country in GCC region. But the business policies will have to be uh, fairly flexible. The ecosystem has to grow a lot. Uh, if the country has to go into that direction. Yeah, so I should have seen look up after after Cardi on, on Zalando, maybe when you find a deal, trying yeah, to yeah. trying to trying to see what kind of garment uh, mm. you're um, uh, you're you're offering. Mm. Maybe last question on the on the on the tech perspective. So um, you're running um, the the e-commerce department. So how many people are involved in mm. uh, in the e-commerce um, operations mm. in Cardi? Mm. Yeah, so so we work in a partnership model. Uh, we mainly focus on technology and strategy in house and operations, uh, call center, uh, fulfillment services. Uh, we partner with, uh, there, there is a partner in Pakistan who is currently our partner, but if I, can, if I include everything from fulfillment to technology to operations, it would be around 100 people. From the partner or including your own team? No, only us, only us. Because we do fulfillment in-house in yeah. Pakistan. We do fulfillment for yeah. in-house in UAE. We do but that's quite a sizable team. Yeah, yeah. That's of stuff you... And is there any like, innovation things you're looking forward in 2023? Like, I don't know, do you want to create something for the metaverse, VR yes. things or so? Is that something you're working on? Yeah, yeah. so, so uh, Khadi, uh, innovation is in DNA of Khadi, right? Uh, anything that new that comes up um, even if we know that the product in if that investment might not be worthwhile for the business i think for from the experimentation perspective and from the exploration perspective we go into it uh, i think we were the first 
brand uh, from Pakistan which invested in Omni Channel. The global Omni Channel rollout was the first one in Pakistan. Uh, by now, pay-later investments we did uh, with uh, Klarna, Clearpay uh, was the first one from Pakistan. Uh, we have invested with uh, some of the uh, AI machine learning partners when it comes to inventory optimization, computer vision, when it comes to recommendations, visual recommendations, uh, site you might have heard the name. Um, uh, so, so we have worked with lot many partners when it comes to uh, investing in uh, the innovative or upcoming um, uh, emerging technologies. Khadi, Pakistan, I think the only organization in Pakistan which can say that we are 100% cloud-based organization, a natively cloud-based organization. Uh, we don't invest in on-prem technologies. Uh, since 2018, the organization is completely uh, cloud-based organization. Uh, metaverse, yes, uh, we in fact, uh, AR and Metaverse, we in fact created a use case, which we would... Which is live? Uh, under testing internally. So ah, okay. sneak peek for customers. Uh, in fact, uh, we did one of the tests in that Experience Hub store uh, recently, uh, ready for, but, but it would be a surprise for customers. Interesting. Yeah. Very, very insightful. Thank you for being here in the commerce uh, talk show and definitely looking forward to uh, shop some uh, Cardi products at Zalando when yeah. available. Yeah. Thank, yeah. You. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Nice meeting you.